Welcome to the show. Thank you for listening. My name is Nick, and this is the Buckeye Sports Blitz. On Monday, Ryan Day met with the media. Some very interesting things to take away from that. But first, we're going to get into, uh, you know, the news, everybody. Everybody's aware, Evan Pryor, third string running back, out for the year, knee injury. We're going to get in that second, what Coach Day uh, had to say about his his replacement now. Um, Notre Dame's also dealing with some injuries. Veteran receiver Avery Davis, he is out for the year. So they're already thin at wide receiver. They got some two deeps, uh, walk-ons in there, two deeps. And uh, in some Big Ten news, the Big Ten signed a north of $8 billion deal over seven years with Fox, CBS, NBC, and Peacock. That's massive. The Big Ten is in the process, like we talked last episode, of building America's premier super conference. And I think SEC and ESPN, they're threatened for sure, no question. And let's get into Coach here, answering a series of questions, kind of about the running back uh, situation. And he talks about Chip Cheranum. He is a transfer who's a linebacker at Ohio State, but he played last year at Arizona State, and he was actually Arizona State's starting running back. Uh, so Coach Day talks a little bit about potentially using Chip Terranum in a, you know, a, 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 a two-way role. I don't really agree with that because if that happens, then that means somebody's not living up to the hype or there's a major injury. So here is uh, Coach Day answering some questions from Buck Nuts and 24-7 Sports, Dave Biddle. Well, um, yeah, quite honestly, we, um, we've we been very impressed with Dallin. I think Dallin Hayden has really come on. Um, you know, he's been uh, drinking through a fire hose this preseason camp, and he's had ups and downs. But I got to tell you, he's got a lot of talent, and uh, he's our third running back right now. And um, he deserves it. He's, he's played really hard. He's had his black stripe taken off. Um, and so, you know, if he continues to grow – then we're gonna we're gonna trust putting him in the game. Um, we had uh, a couple. Um, we had one day full where where Chip came over and and did some some running back. And boy, he's natural and he's doing a great job at linebacker as well. So um, he'll be a guy that we could use as as rain insurance if we needed him to. But um, you know, I, just seeing him live and in color. I mean, he's he's a talented running back. So um, been very impressed with the way he's playing at linebacker as well. But um, but you know, we can also use him in a dual role if needed. But uh, but right now, Down will be the third running back, and um, again, been very impressed with his camp. You know, for a freshman to step in like this, and um, you know, he's got to use this as an opportunity now that Evans down. And this is the time of year I just get fired up when you hear stuff like that. We hear the rumblings, you know, and you guys probably read the same stuff I do. You hear about a player, a freshman. Well, then you get coach you know make a comment like this this is where I get excited this is where I get excited to see where these guys what they're going to do I'm not going to tell you Dallin Hayden's the next great at Ohio State I'm just going to tell you I'm really excited to see what he can offer because he's just another weapon for CJ in this offense all right now we got coach day answering from Spencer Holbrook from Letterman Row, he's asking Coach if he's seeing what he needs to see so far with the defense and Jim Knowles well, yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, they're playing with great confidence. They're playing with great energy. Um, you know, and I think what Jim's done a really good job of is, um, you know, you, you have your whole offense or your whole defense, but then you figure out what areas fit the guys that, that you have. And, you know, this is a different group than, than he had, um, you know, the previous stop and, and the previous year. So, 
I think he's um, you know recognized some things that you know maybe he had um, a little bit differently at Oklahoma State than he has here, and he's tailored the the scheme to that, which is great. Uh, it's much it's a challenge on offense, um, and so you know I don't know what percentage he would have in. I think it, I'd say most of it's probably in, but you know where do you spend the, the majority of your focus, and that's. It's just like on offense, you know, when we had JT, it was a lot different than Justin and Justin, a lot different than CJ and Dwayne. So, um, you know, that's the sign of a good college football coach. You had talked about, a couple others had talked about the quarterbacks and, and safeties being a little banged up. Do you feel like you're back to where you guys need to be right there, you know, with two weeks into the game? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we had a good, good practice today uh, coming out of the weekend. Um, so, you know, the goal is to be at, at full force heading into next week's practice and, um, you know, overall, um, yeah, feel good about it. I feel good about it too. Now that Notre Dame, you know, they have the the issues at wide receiver. And here we got Rob Aller of the Columbus Dispatch, basically kind of asking Day the same question: How confident is he is he heading into Week One, Notre Dame? Ryan, you've done this a long time, um, and there's a lot of changes on defense. What's it like going into that first game, being pretty? confident of what you're going to see but not certain i guess it's like practice range and golf taking it to the course yeah is there similarity there yeah yeah i mean anytime you go into that first game um you know guys kind of tweak some things on on both sides of the ball and um you know when you have different again different players you want to utilize their their talents um and again that's that's the key of a, to a good college football coach um you can't pick up anybody off of waivers or really draft anybody exactly the way you want. You got to recruit guys, and a lot of times you're recruiting the best players available, within reason. I mean, you want guys that fit your your scheme, but you know you're not just going to pass up on a great player. And um, so, yeah, I mean, when you go into that first game, there's going to be adjustments year in and year out based on your personnel. So there's there's a time where you have to have contingency plans in place in, for the first game. Is there such a thing as a gamer too, a guy that's a okay practice player, but then the lights come on. And you don't know that until the game. And, and how long does it take to really know a guy is a guy? Yeah. Well, we, we try to do that as much as we can in practice. We try to simulate the games as much as possible. Um, it's not that easy. We have a spring game where we have a crowd in there and we're in the shoe. We've been in the, the stadium several times now. And uh, you don't know, I guess, that you're in the, that game. But we try to do the best we can to simulate a game and get an idea of what's going on. But. But it is true. I mean, even when we go into the stadium for scrimmages, uh, sometimes you see things that you're like, we haven't seen that in five practices. And then you, all of a sudden you see it. And uh, and then the more they do it, the more comfortable they, they are in that environment. Um, so that's why we try to make practice as close as we can to the game and even harder maybe sometimes. And why I wanted to play that clip is because I'm going to start it now. Everybody needs to calm down. Everybody needs to have realistic expectations. Everybody in Columbus is already anointed Ohio State as the champs and CJ as the Heisman, and they're not going to lose. Don't forget about Oregon last year. Ohio State is already a 15-and-a-half-point favorite, much like Oregon last year I already mentioned, and we all know what happened. So, again, Ohio State could lose this game, and it's not the end of the world. They'll still be in the national championship hunt unless they get blown out by like 40, but I doubt that's going to happen. All right, moving on. Let me look for the next clip here. We got find it. I lost my notes where I'm at. And here is Steve Hellwagon from 24-7 Sports and Bucknuts. He is asking a question on behalf of the 
of a fan, which I think is really cool and awesome. Yeah, Coach, I had a question from a fan. Wanted to know of the returning players, the guys who were with you last year to this point today, who are a couple guys who have just really come on and are going to be part of the plan this year that maybe didn't get to play last year or, you know, had a lesser role? I think at the tight end position, I've just been very impressed with Cade Stover and, and Mitch Rossi. Um, these are two guys that uh, put their time in here and have really had good camps, very productive camps. Um, you know, at tight end, you have to, you know, do a lot of stuff. You got to block. You have to protect. You have to run routes. I mean, there's a lot that, you, that is asked of you. And, um, and I've, I've been really impressed with those two guys in particular. Um, I'm just to, trying to think of another guy who's been around. Julian Fleming's had a very good camp. He's had a really good summer. Um, been impressed with him. Um, who else? I'd say those two guys probably jump out a little bit on offense. Um, on defense, I think, I think you kind of know the guys. You know, I think that um, you know we're hoping Teron Vincent can really take the next step. He's had a really good camp, you know, and, and solidify some things inside for us. So he's been um, he's been a bright spot for sure. Um, I think most of the guys, uh, Ronnie Hickman's. I mean, you, man, these guys played, so it's not like there's there's any surprise there. But uh, he's had a very solid camp. All right, my takeaway from that, I want to see Teron Vincent. The one, the version Teron Vincent we saw in the Rose Bowl, the one that was a wrecking ball up the middle, the one that looked like the former five-star number one, number two defensive tackle coming out, depending on whatever recruiting source you use. That's a player I'm really excited to see. Um, the tight end thing, Cade Stover, he's a very, very good player, very good tight end. However, I'm not going to buy into any tight end hype. If Ohio State did not utilize Jeremy Ruckert at the tight end position, they're never going to utilize anybody at the tight end position. And Ronnie Hickman, I'm really excited to see Ronnie take that next step. You could see last year how just Ronnie was dripping with talent. Super talented dude. Uh, this year, new system, new guru at defensive coordinator. My expectations are Ronnie Hickman will play and produce at an All-American type level. He's a guy that I'm really excited to see. I think Again, his talent just jumps off the charts. You can just see last year. Again, and I'm a believer in scheme and coaching does matter. We've seen it at Ohio State. It's not a talent issue. While there are certain concerns and certain holes maybe, um, overall the talent is not a problem. And we've seen it before, so I'm excited to see. Have the silver bullets, Are they? will they be resurrected? I can't wait to find out. And here is Brendan Gulick from Buckeyes Now on Sports Illustrated asking about Kyle McCord, the backup quarterback situation. And how about Kyle McCord's development? I mean, he's not going to get a chance to see a ton of snaps. It's most likely this year. Um, how, how comfortable and confident are you with his growth and his ability to, at any point, get in there and, and not skip a beat offensively? Yeah, he's, he's made strides. He's done some really good things. Um, and, we, and we need him to continue to do those things. We need to keep growing and keep building um, because it's one thing, um, you know, to do it in practice, another thing to do it in the game. And so... I talked to him the other day, you know, it's hard to be the guy, you know, who's one snap away. Sometimes you feel like you literally are one snap away, but you feel like you're not going to see the field for another year. And you can't have that, excuse me, you can't have that approach. You have to look at it like I'm going to be in the second play of the Notre Dame game. So, um, you know, I think that's the biggest challenge for someone like Kyle, but uh, but he's he's made some improvements. Um, he was really close to being a champion in the, in the last scrimmage. Um, so he's got to keep building and keep grinding, and um, he knows the areas that he has to improve on. Um, but he, again, he's one snap away.
if there's one fan base that understands the importance of uh, the backup quarterback role, it would be Ohio State. So obviously don't really need to go into a whole bunch there, but Kyle McCord and Devin Brown, those two guys, they're very important that, you know, they are ready in case something happens. They need to be prepared and ready. And we got from ABC6, Clay Hall. God, I feel like I've been watching Clay forever. Ryan, do you feel like you have a handle on uh, Notre Dame maybe defensively because of Marcus, what he did at UC and, and Notre Dame? You know, uh, when you – again, every year it's, it's a different um, story, different journey, and, you know, that's a new defensive staff there. So, you know, they'll have different backgrounds that they're going to bring to the table and all very, very good coaches. You know, I worked uh, for Al Golden at Temple and know him and certainly have a tremendous amount of respect for him. and. You know, Marcus has um, obviously great history of being a defense coordinator, and um, so th there's a lot of good minds in that room, and and they'll be well coached and have a really good scheme. I talked to uh, Laurenitis up at Notre Dame. I was just curious if, uh, and maybe it's a matter of timing or personal preference. Was he? Uh, did he ever discuss an opportunity here? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We talked about it, and, and James certainly has um, an unbelievable football background, and. Got an unbelievable amount of respect for him, not only for uh, you know what he did here at Ohio State, but his NFL career, and uh, he's another tremendous coach, you know, on their staff. And um, so again, it's going to be a challenge, but but yeah, ton of respect for him. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. It's going to feel a little weird for me. This game kind of does have a personal feel to it. I'm currently looking. I'm going to probably have to put it in the closet for the game or for this week or something. But I'm currently looking at a St. Louis Rams autographed James Warren Knights helmet. So. It's going to be a little bit weird kind of seeing those Buckeye greats and uh, <laughs> for coming in the shoe and, you know, wearing different colors. So it's going to be odd, uh, but whatever, man. I, I couldn't ask for a better, a better setting 100 years in the horseshoe, and you got Ohio State, Notre Dame. Are you freaking kidding me, man? I cannot freaking wait. I am so fired up and uh dude this show this show is back on track we're i'm actually tomorrow i got a special guest in studio to talk about this being the 100th anniversary of the horseshoe this guy is a close friend of mine uh he's worked for over 20 years in the horseshoe being an ohio stadium usher one of the most fascinating coolest dudes you'll ever meet uh, this show will be out on monday so make sure you check that out. Thank you for listening, however you are listening. Be safe, Buckeye Nation. Go Bucks. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan.